Pizza. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Happy New Year, everyone. Many of you have not seen or had the opportunity to say Happy New Year in person. And so this morning, I take this as an opportunity to say Happy New Year. Special shout out to those who are in the greater air condition section outside. And those who are joining online, really appreciate you joining this morning. To all my brothers and sisters, the production teams, and, and all of us this morning, praise. And, and those who are sharing with us, uh, we had challenges with music, but we have had our visiting musicians. Really appreciate them this morning. And everyone, God bless you all and I wish for you all the best in 2022 and so my wife has led us to this point when I should be saying amen and hallelujah and we'll be going home so I ask for just a few moments when I'll, I'll have your committed attention and we do have two babies to be blessed today and we have those persons who have come along on this first Sunday of 2022. And I'm always delighted when Sister Elinda is sitting right before me. Amen. Amen. Let us get into the word. A word for the season. The Bible is very, very clear in its instructions to us but for the first sunday in a new year there's always an air about it it's a time when persons make every effort to be in the house of the lord but it's also a time when we are closing out an old year and we want to start a fresh new year we start off with resolutions and we seek to go forward. Companies take stock. There's assessment. Um, you're looking back and saying, what have I achieved last year? Was my company profitable? You know, was my business profitable? Did I make profit or was there a loss? Um, did I suffer a loss in income? Or did I get a promotion? Am I doing better? And like many of you would be probably saying, oh, it was a pandemic. I got a little increase, but I also had an increase in light bill. I have had an increase in my rent. So I'm back at square one, right? I've not really moved, not really moved. And events took place. Dana celebrated her passes and, um, and uh, you know, People get married, a great celebration. Oh, milestones were achieved. And so we look back also in great thanksgiving. Right, Precious? What did you achieve in 2021 that you can be proud of or probably happy about? And so it, it allows us to look back with hearts of gratitude and also to reach forward. But it's also a year for some people when we just want it to just go fast. We don't want to remember it. There were challenges, 
difficult times, um, passing of loved ones, etc. And so it was difficult. But these are tools that can't really be used to measure our spiritual growth in the Lord. Or what did we achieve? How do you measure spiritual growth? You ever thought about that? How do you measure spiritual growth? Did I come to church more? I hardly think that will determine whether that was growth or not. How do we really measure? Um, how many verses you read? Do you read off the Bible? Or were you in every Bible studies? Hardly likely. Because we could have read the Bible page to page or cover to cover. But we never applied it. And so spiritual growth never took place. All of these uh, that the world will use or we will use uh, seem to really fall short uh, of giving an accurate picture of what 2021 was truly like. This morning, we turn our attention, however, to the Gospel of John, chapter 15, uh, when Jesus, uh, in uh, the last of the I Ams, uh, spoke to the disciples and so the scripture was read this morning i'm still staying with it john chapter 15 part of what is also referred to as the olivet discourse a time when jesus sat down to talk to his disciples and to teach them and because jesus knew these words are a little bit more important because these were like words of coming from someone who was departing. You know, like those last words of, of a dying person. These words, therefore, took on additional meaning to those who were listening because of what time it was in the life of Jesus. And so in John chapter 15, 1 through 8, I am the true vine. And my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit. While every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes. My short homily. It's not really a sermon this morning. It's going to be a sermon. Oh, I'm going to do it, Lord. Having a fruitful 2022. Everybody say, I am going to have a a fruitful 2022. Amen. You believe that? Say hallelujah. So Jesus described the disciples as branches on a vine. You know, the vine or in our situation, we'll probably say the tree trunk. The trunk of a tree and it has the branches. It has branches that go off from the trunk. He himself, however, he tells us in this discourse uh, that he is uh, the true vine. Now, you have to understand the context uh, to begin to understand why Jesus said that. In, for these uh, um, Jewish people, the grapevine, and I suspect that a number of us uh, don't even truly know what the grapevine looks like. We all have grapes. We know what the fruit looks like. We have had it 
but sometimes to picture the grapevine, it's probably not so clear. Um, perhaps the best I can think of uh, is like a yam vine. Does everybody know yam and renta and all those type of things? Uh, it's only that the, 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 the vine that goes up for the grape uh, can become a lot bigger. And off this vine are the smaller branches that bear the fruit. But the Old Testament bears or carries with it a lot of reference to the vine. Because for Israel, they saw themselves as the vine. That which the Lord tends to. They saw themselves as special. And here Jesus walks on the scene and he's saying, I am the true vine. Now that was like a punch in the stomach because in fact they understood and believed in this vine so much that even the temple was inscribed on the temple at the front of the temple was a replica of the vine, the grape vine because they really believed that they were so special. And Jesus was saying, uh-uh, not so. I am the true vine. I am the very essence of what you were supposed to represent. I am the true vine. And so, brothers and sisters, in these words, Jesus told the disciples that God's desire was for them to bear fruit admittedly sometimes we do not understand very clearly because we might be saying how can i bear fruit i am an individual what is jesus really talking about we have to look somewhat in galatians 5 and 22 and 23 to begin to understand a little bit more paul said the fruit that which is born, the fruit of the Spirit is love, it's joy, it's peace, it's patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Bearing fruit, therefore, is not only about what we do, it is about who we are as God's children. And so Jesus was saying to his disciples, I want for you to bear fruit. I want for you to be fruitful. And I'm saying to us this morning, as we move into a new year, I want for us all to be fruitful because something happens when we are not fruitful in the kingdom of God, there is a process in which those who don't bear fruit are going to be removed. Something is going to happen. And so this morning, I want us to say together, I must remember my role. Say that together. I must remember my role. We are not the vine. We are the branches. I must remember my role. And therefore, Jesus emphasized that he is the vine. He is the source. He is the source. And we who are attached to the source 
we are expected to deliver. Jesus told us that we cannot bear fruit apart from him. If we try to step out of line and go on our own and behave as though we are our own big men and women, we are going to fail in 2022. We have got to recognize that my role is to attach myself or to keep myself attached to the source, the vine. And so, and so, Soma is not your source. God is your source. And so the place you work is not your source. God is your source. Hallelujah. And so we want to remain connected to the source as we go forward. So Jesus said that we cannot bear fruit apart from him. He says apart from him we can do nothing. I say to my friends on the outside, Sister Maxine, what you're doing outside, I want for you to know that we can do nothing by ourselves and without Jesus. So guess what? We're going to stay in him. We're going to abide in him. For we are facing a year when it is going to be rough. But I have a sense that Jesus was saying to his disciples, If you abide in me, I'm going to be able to sustain you. I don't care how rocky it rough, how rocky it gets. I don't care how tough it gets. When we are connected to the vine, we are going to be productive. We're going to be able to bear fruit. We're going to be able to love. We're going to be able to have goodness coming from us. We're going to be able to remain faithful. And above all, we'll be able to love each other. Hallelujah. The thing we must remember is that the only way for us to be fruitful is for the life of Christ to flow through us. And Sister Adams, we are declaring it is going to flow through us. A person who has to go on the dialysis uh, every week, sometimes they get to a point where they feel so good. I don't need to go. I don't need to go on the dialysis even though they say my kidneys are bad. But little do they know that sometimes even though they are feeling good one week, if they don't go on the dialysis, toxic is building up in the blood. And sometimes they will look and feel good, but they will just die. I don't want this year for us to feel that when success comes, that it is all about you. It's about your education. It's about how you plan well. It's about how you have good friends. It's about how you speak over yourselves. I want for you to know that it is because of Jesus who is your source, who is going to keep you from falling and to present your faultless before God Almighty. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So he's the king and we are not. Friday. It's Friday night. 
Yes, so we, he's the driver and we are not. I don't care how skilled you are. There was one Bujubantan who said, driver, don't stop at all. The context is very bad, poor. But don't stop at all. We want to say to G, when we say driver, we're talking about King Jesus. Don't stop at all. For this driver know every corner. He knows every curve. He doesn't have to be stopped by police. Police have to stop and watch him go through. Oh, bless the Lord. Hallelujah. So all those who have occupied front seats by virtue of your qualifications and what you have achieved in the past, I want you to know, come out on the front seat, go over the back seat and say, Jesus, don't stop at all. Driver, drive on. I can relax in the back seat knowing that he's in charge. Hallelujah. Brothers and sisters, number two, Declare, let's say after me, I must focus on remaining in Christ. I must focus on remaining in Christ. Hallelujah. It is interesting that Jesus did not tell his disciples that their job is to produce fruit. No, their job is to remain close to the vine. He was saying to them in that little text, that we read about eight times Jesus was saying remain remain sister Jane remain I don't care how hard it gets remain remain attached remain close to the vine for when you move away from the vine you can't bear fruit hallelujah have you ever lost track you know those of us who travel sometimes you get into department stores um, and when you have little children, uh, sometimes um, by the time you look around, them gone. If you ever is abroad and you're in a department store, one of these, what do you call them? Malls. And where they steal children so frequently. And you might have a little child with you. Did it happen to us once? I think it happened to one of our your, your sister's kid. And you look one minute, they're right there. The next minute, you don't see them. It's like the worst feeling you can ever have. I want for us to know this morning that as God's children, sometimes we like to wander off. Like little children, we just wander off. Oh, for no reason at all. We get distracted sometimes. But in 2022, I'm calling upon the church of the living God not to become distracted, but to stay close to Jesus. He wants you to hug on to him. He wants you to stay right by him. For around us are perilous situations. There are cliffs and, and dangers and demons and all kinds of things ready to snatch us. But when you stay close to Jesus, Hallelujah. He will take care of us. So focus on remaining in Christ. For when we are in Christ, we shall bear fruit. 2022 will going to be a productive year if we remain in Christ. I know family activities will distract us. 
our position even in church will distract us. Our social and community obligations, financial obligations, wanting to work around the clock and forget about the Lord will distract us. Academic pursuits will distract us. Political involvements and involvements of all kinds will distract us. But tell you this morning, oh, remember that outside of him, we cannot survive. We cannot survive. The list would go on, but Jesus reminded the disciples of that they would have to make a deliberate attempt and power. They have to be deliberate in remaining attached to the vine. Abide. Remain. Hallelujah. It calls for discipline. Some of you have learned the value of discipline. Oh, in, in how we spend money. We have learned it. We know how to cut and carve but this morning, I call upon us to remain disciplined in staying in the ship. To remain disciplined in staying connected to Christ. He is the vine. It is not just reading the Bible. It is important. But I can always go to the book and I can be reading about forgiveness. I can underline it. I can talk about it. I can, I can tell you what it means. But when the Holy Spirit points out that you have somebody in your life that need you need to forgive, that's what I'm talking about. That's getting practical. That's getting to the place of where you're deliberate in saying, help me, Lord, to the, so that I can forgive. Hallelujah. 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 We can read as we want, but it comes down to us applying the word of God. Think about our lives would be changed if every time we go to the book. Hallelujah. We, and we read about forgiveness. We read about humility. We read about gentleness. We read about resentment. We read about a life of generosity. We read about commitment. We read about love. And we turn the searchlight on us. And we say, Lord, help me. Help me. Help me here. This is where I fall short. And so as we go forward into 2022 I, I encourage us get a little devotional book something that will help you to stay focused on. read through the new testament chapter a day a chapter a day get involved in bible study but importantly get to a place where you just want to be practical that everything that the lord is saying i want to apply it to my life and of course, Sister Elenda, if you're like most people, by February you start to dro drop off. But when that happened and the Holy Spirit show you, get back on track, Brother Wayne. Get back on track, man. 
because sometimes it's going to get a little, you know, we, 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 we have made all these resolutions. Oh, I'm going to read the Bible and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And as the years start to go by, we find that we drift a little. Oh, it happens to all of us. But when it comes to mind, pull back in and say, yes, Lord, I'm going to continue. Oh, we need to keep and maintain our constant conversation with the Lord. That is prayer. Yes, we must set aside time and place to pray to the Lord. But hear me, brothers and sisters. If we are going to remain in him, we've got to make time to be with the Lord every single day. But in addition to that, we've got to make time to talk to him as we go along. Our conversation must be always with him. Yes, we talk about praying without ceasing. But I'm also talking about as we walk down the road. Hallelujah. Talk to him in your heart, in your mind. When you have a decision to make this year. Say, Lord, you know I have this little bed to buy. You think which store I should go to and buy talk to him be practical you jump in the car you say lord help me to reach safely to my destination when you reach your destination you say lord thank you you have carried me safely it's about just constantly talking to him over and over again ah i want for you to also to listen carefully to him Listen for the whisper of God's voice in your ears. When he's saying, Brother Wayne, go to church, no go work today. You must abide. When he said, get on the stream and get into Bible studies, you must do it. And don't think that is your mind playing tricks on you. The steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord. Listen to him when he's talking to you. And finally, my time is done. Long time. Say after me, I will submit to his pruning. This is the rough part. Daniel. I call your name right though. Dana. Dana in the purple. Is purple that or lila? I'm talking about your mask, man. I will submit to God's pruning. Everyone who works with grapes know that for more fruit to come, there's a point in time when you have to trim up take off the dead pieces there's a time when you have to cut it back and no pruning when you if you don't understand when you see it in action you're gonna say to the farmer i kill you i kill the grape but the more he knows the time when he's to do it usually it is done at a time about a month in the time when it is it has no fruit on it and it has remained a little dormant the farmer comes up and he begins to trim back some of the extra bush that is there the fluff the fluff 
Because all it's going to do is to sap you, sap the vine, and not produce fruit. We are not after woolly bush. The farmer is after the grapes. And when he cuts back, he's going to get a better crop. It's going to be better tasting and so on. And it's going to bear more. I want for us to know that the year ahead is going to require us to go through some pruning. Everybody say, prune me, Lord. Hallelujah. Pruning is not easy. Pruning sometimes takes some pain. But the Lord teaches us to depend on him and to trust his pruning so that we can bear more fruit. Sometimes, hallelujah, in Hebrews 12 verse 7 before, Paul says, endure hardship as a discipline because it will come. 2022, some of us are going to go home. There's reality. You could pray until you pray. Some of us are going to get sick. Some of us are going to lose loved ones. Pruning is going to take place. That's the reality of this side of life. But pruning also, brothers and sisters, we sometimes will not understand. But sometimes God going to have to prune us because some of us have jumped into the fast lane. And he need to slow us down. Because if he doesn't slow us down, we're going to kill ourselves. Lose focus in the fast lane. Putting things before God. Sometimes a little blessing take we and we just gone off. So God has to pull you back and prune you for it's about eternity. It has to keep us from killing ourselves and killing others in the process at times. Killing those around us. Brothers and sisters, sometimes we are heading in the wrong direction. And the Lord is going to have to pull us back and turn us in another direction. Because the path we are on, it only leads to destruction. But the loving God who we have been praising and calling upon us upon this morning. Not going to see you destroy yourself. And sometimes God going to have to pull you up and take with some things and say you're not ready for this yet. I got to bless you down the road. Pruning is going to cause more fruitfulness. And some sickness is not going to be unto death, Sister Jennifer. Pruning. Because the way that we were rolling. We had to recognize him at the source. Oh Lord. Sometimes our roots have to go deeper. And when the grapevine is, when the grape, when, when he prunes, 
instead of going up, what the grape does is it, it goes down deeper. It reaches for some other water. So some things were taking place under the surface. Hallelujah. Brothers and sisters, this morning, I want for us to understand that we are to remember who is in charge. We are not. We are not. Submit yourselves to the Lord every morning, every day that we see in 2022. Recognize who wake you up. Hallelujah. This is hardly like a 20, a New Year's message. But I want for you to know that God intends for you to be more fruitful. Instead of struggling to produce fruit, we are going to become more loving person. I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. No. Pay attention to your relationship with God. And the rest will happen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thirdly, when the difficulties of life come to you, instead of fighting, try to listen and learn. It's a pruning season. Lord, how am I going to navigate this as you prune me? Because his will is that we bear more fruit and that he gets the glory. Hallelujah. So success is ahead. Hallelujah. For those who will do these things, fruitfulness is ahead. I declare fruitfulness for you. I could come up here and jump up and down and say 2022 is going to be a blessed year. A wonderful year. Oh, greatness is going to come. I declare this. But you know what? Reality strike this morning. Fruitfulness is going to come when you pay attention to who are the driver. Get off your high horse. Stop behaving as though you're better than people. And recognize, but by the grace of God, I am alive this morning. It's not because of the strong back and chain root where we mix up and drink that caused me to be alive this morning. But God's mercy kept me. I wasn't better than those who went home last year. It's just by the grace of God I'm here. So I better get myself right with God. God never takes some away. Because if he take we we gone to hell. But him just tame hand. Because of mercy. He kept his hand. And said perhaps in 2022. You're going to hear Bishop preach a message. That's going to pick you up. And cause you to get on the right path. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. Some of us have lived a life that was filled with sin. And you thought that nobody saw. But thank God for grace. Thank God for mercy. Remember who is in charge. When you tell somebody about them parts. Remember who is in charge.
Submit your hand to the hand of the gardener. And when you get sick this year, don't look up. Don't turn to nobody else. No other God, no foreign God. Hallelujah. We're not going to nowhere go look. Why just a pruning? It's the pruning season. Hallelujah. Oh, for when I come out. Ah, watch my fruitfulness. Don't watch where I am now. Watch what God is going to produce out of me. For he's turning a mess into a message. He's bringing me down to build me up. If we do these things. There's no guarantee that others will declare that 2022 was a good year. But God, hallelujah. But the I am that I am, he will declare it for you to have borne much fruit. Hallelujah. So know your position. Hallelujah. Know where you are at. Know, hallelujah, who is in charge and who is not. Hallelujah. Know that God is with you and he will take care. And as we submit to him, he will lead and we will follow. Bow your heads with me. Hallelujah. If we do these things, it will be a very good year indeed. A wonderful year. In which we are connected to the vine. Hallelujah. Sometimes the vine, the branch falls on the ground. In fact, he doesn't remove. He lifts the vine up off the ground. Reposition. I hear the Holy Spirit saying reposition. Hallelujah. You have, been, you have been attached to the vine, but you're on the ground. Holy Spirit, reposition. Hallelujah. He just wants to lift you up off the ground. It might take a little pain, but he's lifting you up, putting you up a little bit more sunlight. Hallelujah. So that you can bear fruit. Lord, we bow before you this morning.